0: more music at nigerwide.com okay so welcome I to another episode to of mpfl to podcast in case you're wondering what the mpfl means it's actually means the nigerian professional football league and this is a podcast dedicated solely on the NPFL. my name is chris emeonu i'm the anchor of the podcast as always and definitely this time around it won't be a different atmosphere as we'll be talking everything happening in the mpfl just about 19 days gone in the month of november a lot a lot has been happening in the mpfl finally we have a kick update that is december 6th 2020 where the MPF will finally kick off and we'll be seeing action for the first time since march 2020 we also have the nigerian women football league and the nigerian national league proposed date of kickoff as well so it shows that the nigerian football in general is having progress after the covid 19 um, and pandemic break that we had in the year and in preparation for the coming season so many clubs are already participating in a different pre-season tournaments going on across the country We've had the Governor Masari Tournament uh, held in Kasina State. We had Governor Weeke, a Precision Cup held in Port Alport River State, uh, where River United uh, actually won that. We also have some other ones going on. As we speak the Governor, the Paveldu, Precision Cup going on in Jabu, the Okun State, the Okunjabi, um, Gold Cup. Um, going on in the Clara state and we also have the government Pazu um, pre Cup going on in Abia Abia state and uh, so far so good we've seen uh, so many so many club sides both from uh, the lower leagues and and um, the higher leagues as uh, the MPFL uh, participate in all of this pre-season tournament and it's, it's really a good one that we're seeing pre-season tournament and get the clubs and, and players getting themselves ready for the huge task ahead of them for the coming season but then talking about pre-season um the big question is why are all of these pre-seasons are named after governors knowing fully well that our governors at worst will have eight years in office, and after eight years, what happens to the preseason tournaments named after them? Will it be continued after them or will it be changed to another nementad? So I spoke to Bami Shabisamu, who you can find on Twitter at Sami underscore Bami to answer this simple question: how consistent will this tournament, this preseason tournaments, be? Knowing fully well that after eight years, this governor will leave the office. Will this preceding tournaments named after them be scrapped, or will he actually continue? It gives his thoughts on this question, and here you have it.
1: It should be told. I have never been a fan of naming preceding tournaments after governors. Well, the consistency can be brought to question, but whether we like it or not, preceding tournament will always exist. Last I checked most of this preceding tournament, uh we have the likes of the Ogunjobi Jobi Good Corp, in Quara, Governor Epiazu preceding tournament, in uh, Abia State, Prince Tapu Abiodun, Jebodi, Governor Wiki, Rivers, Governor Masari, presenting tournament, Katsina State, and <laughs> a whole lot of others. And why we can question the consistency of this tournament in the sense that okay, what happens when these governors leave? maybe some of these governors are sport loving governors and when they leave yes this cup cov- this tournament will not exist again but whether we like it or not preceding tournaments will always exist new tournaments will exist new tournaments will come up and then they'll have to find sponsors the reason why i i feel like most of these tournaments are named after these governors is because the the organizers wants to get um some support of kind of funds from it most times the governors are not the ones bankrolling these uh um, tournament but when they name these tournaments after them and they take it to them they they kind of buy into and came to the idea so they kind of give them some funds whether we like it or not one thing i know is that we'll never be short of presenting tournaments in nigeria name it whatever you like the 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 private industries and the rest of them who are supposed to be the ones organizing this um this tournament well they don't seem to be interested in it. talk about you go to Europe the Emirates uh, the Emirates pre you know and, and the rest of them but then we don't have them in, in Nigeria at the moment so what we have is what we're going to use yes the name might not exist for long but we'll have other ones but if the name is a problem well we have to deal with it another way I feel I feel we, we for one we can have pre tournaments give them the standard name that we know we can sustain and then solicit for support from these governors we don't necessarily have to name it after these governors in truth because in the next four eight years again or whatever when this governor leaves office we have to find another name and seek support from the new governor so in in, in that that context it doesn't actually make sense to name it after them. but then it is what it is in nigeria at the moment We don't follow the normal rules and that's why we have what we have at the moment.
0: Okay, so while Sami gave his thoughts on the preceding tournament, the club sites uh, that will be representing us on the continent, that's um pillars Ayimbas, Rivers United, and Plateau United are also preparing themselves for Continental games. that will be coming up at the end of November and the first week in December. That's the qualifying stages that we have. The fixtures are reset. We have about three of them: Pillars, Plateau United, and Rivers United all going away for the first leg. And I spoke to Randa Andrew who is the veteran when it comes to the MPFL and our local games and I asked him if the club sides that are representing the country and the continent are actually ready for uh, the continental games because uh, looking at the fact that our league is just getting the day, these club sides have not been in action for a while. Meanwhile, other club sides in the countries in Africa have been in action for a while. Definitely the fitness level and the foot level will not be the same so I asked Randa Andrew if. This club sides will be ready and if they can actually get into the group stages of the CAF competition. Don't forget we have pillars and Rivers United participating in the CAF Confederations Cup and Aimba, FC and Tlatchee United are representing Nigeria in the CAF Champions League. The big question is, will they get into the group stages of these respective competitions? Randa Andrew shares his thoughts.
2: Uh, first of all Chris, I, I do not think they are ready at all. Um, I haven't seen anything to tell me that the teams are ready uh, to clear on the continent. It's going to be very, very difficult. Um, of course, COVID-19 has messed up everything, um, especially here in Nigeria. It's not too long ago that the PTF, that's the presidential tax force on COVID-19, decided to allow football to get back into the mainstream. You know, um, So it's going to be extremely difficult. I don't know how they're going to cope. Uh, Plateau United have been training for a while, they, but they've not had quality games to test their preparedness. Um, uh, Ayembatu, Pillars, it's going to be very very dicey, I'll be very surprised if they make it to the group stage, um, they have their back against the wall, um, you know, so it's going to be extremely difficult, I will be surprised if half of the teams make it into the next stage to be honest, because you have to understand the dynamics of everything, and what they are up against, so if you do understand that, then your expectations will be lowered, you know, but again, um, football is about hope. And here's hoping that, you know, our teams will be able to scale this huddle. And maybe by the time the league resumes, they get a few games under their belts. Uh, Fitness levels are up. Um, New players are blended in. And then we can begin to talk of, you know, our teams, you know, making an appreciable impact on the continent. But for now, I don't see it. There's no light at the end of the tunnel for me but i would be very surprised and impressed if they do make it past this particular stage
0: now while all of the preparation is actually going on on at the field of play most clubs still needs uh, to actually meet up the criteria set by the lmc uh, financially now and the lmc actually set the criteria of 200 million naira for each club before the mpfl season can actually start now earlier this month the Ibom state government actually included a certain amount into uh, the Ibom state budget for 2021 and that's include all the four clubs sponsored by the state government and the total budget amounted to about 654 million naira which we see aqua identity take 204 million naira Dakara FC, the second Akwa Bomb team in the MPFL, will take 198 million naira. Ibom Angels represent Akwa Ibom in the Nigerian Women Football League, takes 126 million naira, while Ibom Youth um take 126 million naira as well. So I spoke to um Ayọ Animashaw on this budget. Is it because of the criteria set by the LMC, or this is just at the Akwa State Government trying to put a punch more money into sports in the state? Animashaw explains this. And explains the reasons why as this um club sides are included in the
3: project listen um the move by the Bomb state government looks quite good at least for the fact that they are pretty much given so much credence to sports and football clubs but it's not really surprising because right from onset i mean for about two or three ten years ago now in terms of governorship we've seen the fact that Bomb state is a sport loving you know, state uh especially when it comes to embracing anything that has to do with football, ranging from clubs even to the surprise as a brand itself. So this is not particularly, you know, um, surprising. But I, I'm just a little bit more interested if we can have several other states go this way. Maybe that would eventually help me to uh, really understand if the twenty million era benchmark set by the L M C for clubs is um, causing them or leading them to go this way, uh or not. So for now, I think it's pretty much just a matter of coincidence, and i would rather wait for other, you know, state governments to do the same, if at all. But that also begs the question as regards the bigger picture of how football clubs should be run in Nigeria. Honestly, we shouldn't still be talking about governments having hands in sports clubs not just football sports clubs generally because one way or the other um you know initially if we come to town when the elections are done and what happens to the future of the club if that new governor happens not to be a sport loving government or governor rather so uh, i still believe we are we are pretty much you know way 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 behind in with this because even even with this way now that the budgeted 654 million for you know, the football clubs remember sports supposed to be a business entity so i hope and i doubt at the same time if uh, they've given these clubs a sort of projection in terms of revenue say for instance you're expected to make back a billion error. you know from this 654 we are you know entrusting you with for the new season i'm not too sure that would have been done you know i think this thing is
0: pretty much just political so that's that's my view about that and still talking finances aqua united have actually been reported to have spent 20 million in the transfer, but no player actually has been unveiled by the club side. Maybe they are keeping the transfer business on a low key. But then uh, there's, there's this news coming out saying uh, that that is signed Worry Wolves talisman Charles Atish Mene and uh, for an undisclosed fee. Charles actually scored a number of goals for Worry Wolves last season, and this time around, if the move of the transfer is actually true, I think it brings a lot to the table. Uh, for aqua united I still talking transfer where samuel areo will actually explain or share his thoughts or analyze what is actually going on with his transfers the big news coming out of the mpfl is that stalin dingba uh, a very key member of the last season amber squad actually has moved to south africa for an undisclosed fee and um, we are not seeing more of our players moving to other african countries. we also have daniel akwe play uh, for kaiser chief
4: I'm confident without a doubt that um, Stanley Dingba is going to make a name for himself. Great guy, um, great player. You look at his statistics from the Cap Confederation Cup last season with Enimba. In terms of goal contributions, he was second best in that regard with four goals and three assists. I'm not even talking about his performances in the league last season. Because when you add that and put that into context, perhaps one of the most influential players for Enimba last season. But, um, his new challenge, Stellenbosch, I think is going to be a hit. Uh, it suits the style of play. Stellenbosch are a, a sort of side that like to keep the ball, um, use, uh, their wingers who like to get into the box and then, you know, get the, uh, the ball in dangerous areas. I think uh, he would fit perfectly with the Stellies. And, um, given the fact that this move is a big one, I think it's, uh, it's a Gigantuan transfer for them. Uh, it's more or less like when Man City came into the Premier League and uh, when Man City got new owners and we're trying to break the hegemony of the top four, and that's basically what I think Stellenbosch are trying to do because going for Stanley Dingba, a proven player, a tested player on the African continent, as one of your uh, marquee signings, it's a big signing for them uh, this season. They almost broke the top eight last season. I think the message is clear this season that they want to establish themselves in the PSL, they don't see themselves going back into the NFT. This is a side that won the NFT just two seasons ago and uh we're so good while doing it and um i strongly believe that this definitely is a a good good move for stanley as well as for the club as well win-win scenario i think it's got what it takes to fire them to the upper echelons of the league not just challenge of the top eight but also uh challenge of the titles the, the net bank cup uh, uh the, and of course uh, the national cup which used to be the telecom knockout but uh, there's no sponsor for the, for that yeah, uh, uh, at the moment uh, and so I think um, it would be a very big move for him. I think um, there would be great expectations for Stanley Dimba. Um, they'd expect him to score the goals and he will thrive in that league. It's It's without a doubt because his quality is there. And we always shine through.
0: Now, apart from Sterling Dingba um, going to South Africa, another big report coming out from Tanzania says big clubs in Tanzania, or an, let me say an unnamed big club in Tanzania, is actually a move for Super Ego's goalkeeper, Ikechuku Ezehwa, to come to this Tanzania league. The report is saying that Atlan FC, where Ezehwa is currently the goal, number one goalkeeper, has been offered $30,000 and Izewa for his own contract has actually been offered $4,000 $4, per week for salary, for the house and a car, which means that uh, the club size actually main business to bring in the experienced one into their food for next season. But the question is will he actually move and will it be a good move? For him, Samuel Areo gives us his own opinion on this transfer rumors about Ezewa moving to Tanzania, as well as the one that involves Aqua United signing Charles from Warri Wolves.
5: Charles joining Aqua United is actually a good um, addition uh, to the attacking options that Aqua United have in their, in their team presently. Uh, last season, he scored seven goals. While Akaran with Orok, uh, the main center for aqua United, and Indifo combined for a total of 16 goals. And out of the total 23 that Akwa United scored last season, meaning that the rest of the squad are shared uh, seven goals among themselves, uh, which is the same number of goals, uh, Charles, as three women scored last season. So I think it's a decent addition for them to have another sem- center for all who will be able to take some burden off a rock and Indiflake Actually, aside um, Charles, they also got Iketu um, uh, towards the second stars last season, uh, but don't forget the season was abruptly ended due to covid 19 uh issues uh so i think uh it's going to be a really good season uh, for aqua united going forward um they really need to impress this time around uh, they've always shown promise they've always been uh started as one of the biggest sites based on their recent achievements in the ito Cup. how they've managed to uh, start rubbing shoulders with the big boys in the league, but they've not really achieved that much in the league or won or achieved a very good position via the league. So it's a bit of a concern for the state government that despite the wholesome investment that has been pumped into this club, there's little for return via the league. and they've always been clamoring for a league title, a league title, a league title. Actually, the players that they have in their ranks, I feel that. They should be able to get something done for them but uh they are not the squad they are not the club side with the best squad in the land but with what they have and the kind of manager who is a winner uh in person of kennedy Boboy, who has won the league before you should be able to instill some winning mentality into these guys and see them uh compete at the highest level with everything that they have. So uh just i'm um, going to acquire United is a really good move uh for the promised keepers. Then Ikechuku Ezenwa Ikechuku Ezenwa has paid his dues in the MPFL. So if he's if he has been touted to join uh Tanzanian side uh I, I'm thinking because it's an unnamed Tanzanian side it's either Simba or Yanga. These are the two biggest club sides in Tanzania, and with what is on offer, the sign-off is about $30,000. He has a car and about $4,000 per month. That's nothing less than, um, three to four million per month. Something that, um, I'm sure Atlanta are not paying him presently. And, um, isn't what has really paid his dues in the league. He has won the league before with Ocean Boys uh, in 2006. Played for Iimba, played for Sunshine Stars for FC Bayern and recently Castina United before he joined Atlanta at FC. Where he was owed uh, about four to five months of salary until it was cleared uh, recently. So I think um, for reason why he's 32 already, so there's really not much for him uh, um, to do in the MPL if he's staying back to compete or for uh, any any other thing. So you understand that goalkeepers are gradually uh nearing uh, the end of their careers when they clock the other side of 30 especially when they are 32 and for a an nigerian goalkeeper like uh sit Ikechuku sit so if the deal is still on the table i think it's going to be a good one for him to take it take it because uh, there's a bit of consistency with tanzania, um, with the offer from tanzania these two clubs are close up play on the continent every now and then Atlanta are not guaranteed continental as they are not like him but, or or rangers or canoe So it's once in a while that they they even try to uh, get back into recording. So um, it's it's really good My for music. him that, um, to And I do feel that um, if he should eventually make the move, which I which I think would be very good
0: uh, for him. If he does well, actually hope there isn't thing uh, is true because it will be a very huge boost for him and when it comes to um, the Super Eagles' um, colour because it definitely has lots of competition when it comes to the goalkeeping position for the Super Eagles of Nigeria. Then the uh, there, Francis Zoho and Maduka Okoye, would just actually kept a trade sheet at Sierra Leone a um, f- few days ago. So uh, the new boys from Austria some other goalkeepers still eyeing um the number one goalkeeping jersey for the super eagles of nigeria so if this move comes through for thought it will be a huge boost for him actually to get in at the number one uh, goalkeeping support for the national team and i also wish charles at the very best of luck at aqua united uh, if eventually he will play for other clubs so there are also other uh, transfer um news going out around in the mpfl we vaccinated to sign a left bug some other ones you can follow me on my social media and do to get a tab of what is happening in the, in the MPF as far as transfer is concerned but then I uh, will be ending this episode of the podcast on a sad note where Gateway FC a player Usain man actually died during the course of playing for Gateway FC he was a former shooting Stars player and a former Crown FC player may he so rest in peace and this still leaves us journalists and many lovers of the MPF asking the questions how the lmc will actually implement all of the criteria that they've set for these websites to be met uh, don't, don't forget last season we lost so many players due to lackluster, bad medical um, treatment from the club side, Chineme Martins of Shore United comes uh, to mind where he actually slumped on the pitch, the ambulance wasn't working and at the end of the day we lost the player. I hope the LMC will get these things right before the season kick starts, so we will not have more of these issues of players slumping and dying on um, the pitch while representing their club sides in a game. And that's why we we'll draw curtains on this episode of the MPFL Tour. Podcast. I um, hope you enjoyed all of the analysis from my guests, Bameshabe Samuel, um, Randa Andrew, Tosin Holmes, Ayo, Anima Shao and Samuel Areo. I will join you next on another episode of the MPFL rape Podcast. Until then, remember COVID nineteen is still very much around. Try as much as possible to keep safe. Say no to rape, and above all, say no to police brutality. See you next time, and thank you so much for listening. Let them
5: shoot, let them shoot. No problem. No problem. Everyone sit down, sit down, sit down. That is why that is why they're Yes. the Yes. 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 Yes.
2: Music
1: okay. at NigelWhite.com.